Shalom, family. This is Abba's daughter back with another edifying episode. Family, today we are talking about walking the walk and talking the talk. All right. This is a very important reminder that those of us who call ourselves the true believers of the Most High, we are literally being watched by the whole entire world. Okay. And when I say that, you know, there are people in your family, you have friends, even outsiders who are watching you. All right. You can't go around saying, oh, I'm a believer. Right. But you are not doing the things that believers do. I want to talk about what prompted me to um, get into this a little bit now. We have been focusing, you guys, on the upcoming events that are going to happen. All right. We've been focusing on the second exodus. That's very close. The three days of darkness. That's very close. We've been talking about the zombie apocalypse. Okay. Because that's coming too. those who have taken like a million shots of that vaccine, quote unquote. All right. That has the fallen angel DNA in it. Oh, yeah. It's getting ready to get pretty gnarly out here. But, um, oh, and the coming um, nuclear situation with Russia, that is right on the corner. Family, if you have not gotten your PPE, your kits um, for the for what's coming, please do. Um, I do believe I did an episode lining out what stuff to get. So just go to the um, old archives and you can find that, okay? But family, I want to talk about what prompted me to talk about this. So me and my uncle whom I love very much. He's only seven years older than me. Um, He's the baby in my mom's family, my mom's side. Now, my uncle has a whole different um, belief system, um, a whole different set of ideals uh, that he perceives as being morally uh, realistic than just one thing. My uncle is one of those people who tend to take bits and pieces from several different religions and he makes it into his own core belief okay which to me is nothing but a a a bunch of confusion (laughs) you know um what do we call that we call that um goulash okay goulash is a dish that you just throw a whole bunch of different things in and it tastes good but it's a different mixture of things you never would think would come together (laughs) you know i call that goulash because Once again, you don't have a set um, core belief system. So he was telling me a story. Okay. He was telling me a story that this person, this lady, this older lady that he worked with, you know, um, he was, we we was kind of talking about several different things, but he was talking about how, oh, I remember we was, we was talking on, I think it was like, Christmas of last year he was actually cooking and I told him it was a pagan religion and he knows that and it's so weird like people know and they don't care it's, it's just so weird but anyways so he said he was making a ham or something and I said or no 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 he said my aunt was making a ham and I'm like oh my gosh I'm like why do our people keep eating pork because he don't eat pork and he was like I know and he was like there was this woman at his job who goes around and she's one of those, they call them Bible thumpers. I know you guys have heard that term before. A Bible thumper is someone 
who walks around with their Bible in the hand or maybe the, the some of the knowledge of the Bible in their minds. And they go around and they they insert themselves, you know, they insert themselves all the time. And they're always um, bringing the Bible into situations and the people who are not into that get offended. All right. So he told her one day because she had some food and he said, oh, wow, your food looks good. You know, what are you eating? And she told him what she was eating. She was eating some, uh, what was it? Some, and, and, and part of that meal was pork chop. Okay. Now my uncle knows that in the Bible, the, the, the Holy Bible that we read, he knows that we're not supposed to eat pork. Okay. We're not supposed to eat pork. We're not supposed to eat seafood, certain seafood. You know, he knows this, right? And he's not really a full believer, but he knows this important fact. So he checked her one day and he was like, well, don't you know you're not supposed to eat pork? And the woman said, there's nothing wrong with eating pork. And he said, so how can you call yourself a believer of the God that you serve? But yet in your Bible, it says you're not supposed to eat pork, you know? And the reason why he attacked her was because, you know, all the times that she would come and insert herself into their conversations when they're trying to relax and joke around and do them. OK, so, yes, my uncle is a heathen. OK, and I tell him that all the time he's a heathen, <laughs> you know, but he said something to me. Family, he said something to me and I'll never forget it. It was probably one of the highest um compliments I've ever received you know I didn't think honestly I didn't think what I did and how I don't steer from it actually I didn't realize that I was being watched until this is this is what he told me he said he said but you niece he said I have respect for you I said okay he said because Everything that you said in the, everything that's in the word, especially that I know, but understand you follow that and you follow it to a T. I have never seen you waver from that. Matter of fact, oh, that was the day I had um, asked him for my uncle's information because, you know, I'm doing restitution. So he said, and the fact that you, are trying to do restitution, he said, I am impressed because I have not seen anyone who call themselves believers of the God that you serve do this. My uncle was taken aback. And he said, niece, don't think. I don't consider what you're doing. He said, I see you. And I consider. That's what he told me. You guys, that was probably the highest form of compliment and praise I have ever received in my life. You guys, my uncle's a heathen. Okay? Even to this day, I mean, he still has his own ideals and beliefs. I'm, I'm trying, but, but you know, the fact that this person who does not believe and does not serve the way I do, 
can recognize that, wow, you know, she's actually walking the walk and talking the talk. Like I said, it really made me sit back, you guys, and think about this. Family, we are being watched by the world. It is a spiritual thing that's happening, okay? So if you go out there to evangelize or to talk to someone about the most high or what you believe or whatever family best believe you need to be walking the walk and talking the talk there are no room for hypocrites especially in this time that we're in so i wanted to read the definition of a hypocrite and then i wanted to go into some scripture okay so this definition comes from the webster 1828 dictionary one of my favorites the older the better okay And it reads, a hypocrite is one who feigns to be what he is not. A hypocrite is one who has the form of godliness without the power. A hypocrite is one who assumes an appearance of piety and virtue when he is actually destitute of true religion. Believe it or not, family, the outside world. Those who are not believers, they can see it. My uncle told me when he was locked up in prison, he said he took great pleasure. Listen to me. He took great pleasure in tearing down someone who called themselves a believer of the God that we serve, Ahaya. Now, hold on. I have never heard him say that he tore down a Buddhist. Never heard him say he tore down a Muslim. Never heard him say he tore down a Hindu. I've never heard my uncle say that. He always came after those who called themselves Christians or true believers of the Most High. Now, why is that? Once again, it is a spiritual thing. When you call yourself a child of the Most High or a true believer, you guys, the devils come after you because they want to prove to the world you are a counterfeit, that you are a hypocrite. Family, we cannot give that to them. We must make sure that we understand what our Bible is telling us before we go out there and try to evangelize. It is so important. Look, let me give you this analogy. I give this to my sister all the time. When you're in the army, when you get enlisted into the army, the first thing they do is they send you to boot camp. Okay. Boot camp is a form of training. They have to break you down and build you back up. To, to, to fit what they need you to fit as their soldier. So you have to go through a training phase before you can go to battle. That's how it is. Just like in school, you have to learn about the subject you're going to teach about or whatever you're getting ready to go into, you have to learn how to do those things first, right? So how can you as a believer 
go out into the world and try to evangelize people, but you know you do not understand your word. You are not in the position to do these things. And I tell my sister that all the time. You cannot go out there and evangelize unless you understand what is in this book. That goes for every aspect in life, but specifically family, when it comes to this, the whole entire world is waiting. They're waiting to tear you apart, to prove to you and the world, you are a hypocrite. You are a counterfeit. You are a fake family. We can't do that. So my wise advice to all of you, please study your word. Matter of fact, let's go to second Timothy. We'll go to second Timothy. We're going to do chapter two, verse 15. Okay. The Bible reads, study to show thyself approved unto Ahia, a workman that needs not to be ashamed. Okay. I just talked about that. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You want to be a workman that needs to not to be ashamed. Those who are not prepared and they go out there as a workman, but they're not prepared, guess what? You will fall into a category of shame. But if you are studying to sh- and you are approved by the Most High, right? And you go out there and you do what you're supposed to do. You, one, you will not be ashamed and you'll be able to rightly divide the word of truth. Hallelujah. Family, that is where we need to be. Okay, so this is actually going to be a Matthew chapter six study. We're going to talk about the hypocrites and how we're not supposed to be. All right. Very important. So Matthew chapter six in the Bible reads, take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. Therefore, when you do your uh, your alms, do not sound a trump before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have the reward. But when you do your alms, let not your left hand know what your right hand does, that your alms may be in secret, and your father which sees in secret himself himself shall reward you openly. Okay, that's the first thing. How many of you have gone onto YouTube? And you have seen these people who put up these shorts, right? They're in the streets and they are handing out money to um, the poor and they have it recorded the deed that they did. This is what Ahaya is saying. You have your reward. Look at how many people, 100,000 likes, uh, 200,000 likes, 1,000 comments. Oh, what a wonderful thing you're doing. That is your reward reward. That is not what Ahia wants us to do. Okay. Next, the Lord says, and when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father, which is in secret. And your father, which sees in secret, shall reward you openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. 
for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not you therefore like unto them, for your father knows what things you have need of before you ask him. Okay, then it says, after this manner, therefore, pray you, our father, which is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. So be it. Then the Lord says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Okay. Once again, that falls hand in hand. Don't be a hypocrite. What you want done for yourself, you have to do for others. Okay. Very important. Moreover, when you fast, Be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that you appear not unto men to fast, but unto your father, which is in secret, and your father, which sees in secret, shall reward you openly. Do you see what he's saying, you guys? It's the third time he has said this. Our father sees in secret. We must do what we do just before him. Because then what he does is he rewards you openly. Okay. The Bible reads, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust does corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust does corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Do you understand that? What he's saying is, do not store up money and and land and all that stuff here on earth. You guys, look, the work that I'm doing, for instance, right here. This is the work we need to do, right? This is a job, believe it or not. And we're being paid for this job. Yes, we are. Ahaya is paying us to do this job right here. And he's holding on to our money, our riches in heaven. So when we go there, you guys, we get to be around the riches that we worked for. Because Ahaya pays everybody according to their works. (laughs) Hallelujah, I'm trying to tell you. All right, so. Verse 22, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil, your whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. They say mammon, but I say mammon because that actually is a God. Mammon or mammon is an actual God. He is the God of money. He is the God of riches. He is the God of worldliness. Okay. A devil, if you will. But he is an actual deity. All right. So the Lord is saying we cannot serve him in the world. And he's right. You cannot do. You cannot do that. It's like an oxymoron. It's opposites. Light and dark. You cannot serve light and dark you just can't do it it's impossible okay 
So next he says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spend. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if Ahiah so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek you first the kingdom of Ahia and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Hallelujah. Okay. So family, Ahia talks about hypocrisy in this chapter very very heavily we need to make sure that we are walking the walk and talking the talk i'm going to give you another example of that we must follow the laws that we can follow right and there are some that we cannot because of the wickedness of our ancestors, even us. It has been a little bit lost in translation. And I'll probably talk about that in another episode. But with, because of that, that's where we fall under grace. Okay. That is where we fall under Ahaya's grace through Yeshaya. Because of that grace family, Ahaya still counts it as holiness unto us because he knows some of these things we've lost and we cannot follow. He knows that. But the things we can follow, such as omitting pork and uh, shellfish and all of that, we need to do family. We do need to follow the law as much as possible. Now, I'm not saying to follow the law and only focus on that because remember you can fall if you do that it's easy to get outside of the grace we have to remember that Ahia's grace is what covers us too and we must understand what that means okay but the things that you can take care of do it what's wrong with leaving pork alone it's something Ahia tells us to do therefore we must do it okay so i want to thank you all for for joining me this is a very important topic we must do what we're supposed to do because you guys the world is watching they are watching our every move satan is ready to jump in and tear us apart but we must not give him room ahaya tells us to resist the devil and he will flee from us all right so while you're on this spiritual journey, family, make sure that you are getting as much of a highest knowledge as possible. Get rid of everything you think you know and fill yourself with his knowledge. All right. So I love you, family. I thank you so much for your time. Please forgive me for 
taking my time, you know, I've, I have to recuperate sometimes too. You know, we're all human. I thank you all for your patience. I love you, family. I really absolutely do. I adore you guys. You may not know me, but it doesn't matter because you are my family and I love you. And I pray one day I see you all in glory. All of you, even those of you who are not of our bloodline, who have chosen Ahaya, welcome, please. We are not leaving you out. You are very well, much loved as well. Okay. So with that being said, family, I will talk to you soon. And uh, I love you all. Shalom.